Welcome to the LHA Church Podcast. This is Jerry Galloway, and I'm the pastor of LHA Church. Thanks for joining us today. I pray this blesses you, strengthens your faith to know that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Second Chronicles chapter number 7 this morning. A very familiar portion of Scripture to us, one that many times over the years we have heard passage of scripture that often we would declare on a weekend like this. This morning I want though to take us a little bit of a different direction from where we might normally share this, 2 Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves Pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. How many of you know we need him to hear from heaven today? Then will I hear from heaven. Here's the good news. I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Father, today I pray that you will bless your word to our hearts. Your word is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light for our pathway. We know that it's not just any word. It's not just any book. It's the word, and it's your book. I pray, Father, today the power of your word to speak to our hearts and speak to our lives. And, Father, we give you all thanks in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. This morning, my prayer and my desire is to encourage your heart, to build up your spirit, and to strengthen your faith as you walk this journey with Christ Jesus. This is a passage that is clearly defined by the word change. It's about God's heart taking us from where we are to the place that he created us to be. I would remind you this morning, we're not just any people. We're his people. We belong to him. We're sons and daughters of God. The Bible says we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. God has grafted us in. He has adopted us into the family. First Peter says, once we were not a people, but now we have become the people of God. You know, I'm thankful today to be called an American. I'm thankful today to live in the United States of America. But more importantly than that, I'm thankful to have the name of a child of God. Because I know this, heaven and earth will pass away, but he will not pass away. His work will not pass away, and his word will not pass away. The declaration that we find here in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14 is a declaration of change. He began by saying this word, if. If. There's a lot riding on that small word. There was a lot riding on that word for the people of Israel, and I would tell you there's a lot riding on that word if today for us living in the United States of America. If my people will humble themselves 
and pray, seek my face, and turn. That word turn gives us the picture of renouncing, walking away from, turn from their wicked ways. There is a call for the people of God to return to being the people of God. Can you say amen to that? There is a call. God has always had a remnant people. Even in the midst of a wicked day, in the midst of a wicked generation, in the midst of a very difficult time. And the reality is, you and I are seeing, the Bible talks about in the last days how sin will increase. We are seeing it. We are seeing it all around us. It's in the news. It's in the media. It's on social media. It is all around us. We are seeing today sin increasing all around us. And it's in the midst of that that God says, I still am going to have a people. He says, but if my people will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. There is a blessing that can come and a change that can come when we act upon the word of God. It's the promise, then, then will I hear from heaven. The word then is an adverb. The word then is used to indicate what happens after a sequence of events or actions. It comes as a result of a decision. It's about the power of a then moment. A moment that brings change. We've been going this way. But if we'll yield to the word of the Lord, there's going to be a then moment in our lives. The power of then. It's the power of then. He says, call upon me. Then I'll turn it around. Then I'll begin a new thing. Then I'll restore what's been stolen in your life. Then I'll shut the mouth of the lions. Then I'll take the heat out of the fire. Then the water will flow from the rock. Then I'll part the Red Sea. Then I'll heal your body. Then I'll make a new way. Then I'll move heaven and earth to get to you. Then. We need a then moment in America, don't we? Some of you today may need a then moment in your life. Then. Will I hear from heaven? Two thoughts that I would encourage you with today are these. God is listening for his people. God is listening for his people. There's something about your child's voice. You know it anywhere. You know, I can take phone calls all day long. I can be on the phone talking to different people and uh, busy through the day, and I can get a phone call and pick it up, and my son doesn't have to say, hey, Dad, it's Tyler. Actually, usually he just says, hey. And I know that hey from all the other hey's I've heard all day long. I recognize it quickly because he's my son. And then the truth is, I can usually even tell when he begins talking as 
You know, growing up, my mother did with me, and I never realized the power of it until I became a parent. I can hear in the inflection in his voice whether he's having a difficult day or an easy day. I would, in days gone by, I would call my mother, and I wouldn't say anything. She'd go, what's wrong? I'd say, what do you mean? She'd say, don't do that. You know what I'm talking about. What's wrong? (laughs) I'm like, how do you do it? It's mom powers. She handed them down because I have them now. And I can tell when things aren't just right. I recognize his voice. God says these words, then will I hear from heaven. God hears us. I want you to know today, friend, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what circumstances may have confronted you. But I want you to know this. God is able to hear you today. He hears when you think nobody can hear. He understands when you think nobody can understand. God hears us when we pray. God hears us when we cry out. God hears us when we're in need. God hears us as we begin to pour our hearts out to him. God hears us when we rejoice. God hears us when we worship. God hears you. Listen to me this morning. God recognizes your voice when you speak enough the Bible says he knew you before you were even born he knew you were by name I would remind you we're not just any people we're his people and he knows our voice when we call out to him listen to these passage scriptures Psalm 34 and 15 the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to our cry Psalm 94 and 9 does the one who fashioned the ear not here friend god hears us especially in correlation to this passage when we as his people have a repentant heart a, a heart of change he will move heaven and earth to bring about the change in our life why because god is waiting on his people he's waiting on their voice when you read through the old testament you'll find Time and time and time and time and time and time and time again that he will say, if you'll just turn from your ways, if you'll just turn back to me, if you'll essentially, if you will, I'm going to use my words, if you'll put me back on the throne in your life, God's desire was constantly to bless and to nurture and to nourish his people But the problem was, he was saying, you're going the wrong direction. And there was times when they were going the wrong direction. He knew the only way to get their attention was to make things a little rough. How many of you know sometimes God will allow some roughness to come to your life and my life to get our attention? Anybody in this room a little stubborn? Yeah. Anybody in this room think your way is the right way? Well, of course it is. Everybody else is wrong. We're going our way. and We're stuck in our way. I just wonder sometimes if God doesn't from heaven look down on us and go, oh, Ford. Oh, Jerry, I told somebody the other day I was making a decision. I said, if my mother were here, she would say, oh, Jerry. 
I wonder if God doesn't from heaven go, why are you going that way? We've been down this road before, and you know what it takes to get you back, and I know you don't like it, but I love you enough that I'll get you back on the right path. I want to tell you something. Our words have power with God. Our words of, Lord, I need you. Lord, I repent. Lord, I turn. Lord, I'm tired of of living this way. Lord, I'm tired of doing these things. We find he told the Israelites, Moses had sent the 12 spies out to spy out the land that they were about to possess. It was the promise of God. It was incredible. And we know that the spies, some of them came back and they had a negative report. And we know Joshua and Caleb had a positive report. But we know the majority of them came back and said, oh, oh, we can't do this. We can't take that. We are like grasshoppers in their sight. Notice they were saying things. They hadn't even talked to these people. But they're saying, we're like grasshoppers in their sight. We're, we can't take this land. Joshua and Caleb, of course, said, of course, we are strong, and God is with us. And when God is with us, it doesn't matter what we look like in their sight. If God is with us, we can go and possess the land. But they said, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. So God responded. If you don't think God is not listening to your voice when you speak, and, and even, you know, we think, oh, well, he's listening when I'm praying, and he's listening when I'm praising, and he's listening when I'm in church, and, and I'm singing, Jesus, there's something about that name. If you don't think he's listening, we find in that same passage, God says this word to those who came back with a negative report when they were spying out the land. He said, I will do to you the very things that you said. Let me ask this, what are you speaking over your life? What words are you speaking over your life? What words are you speaking over your spouse and your kids? You need to be speaking things, my friend, that brings about a then moment in your life. Isaiah 59 and 1 says, listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak. Isn't that a good word? The Lord's arm is not too too weak here you go to save you nor his ear too deaf to hear you call isaiah 65 and 24 i love this passage i shared this one with you last week while they are still talking about their needs i will go ahead and answer their prayers and isn't that great what a good promise for god's people god hears what's going on in our lives God hears when we pray God hears when we cry out for mercy God hears we call out for help and forgiveness God hears first Peter 3 and 12 the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right and his ears are open to their prayers God hears God hears God hears I will tell you this, God not only hears the verbal words you speak, but God hears the internal words 
that you and I serve. Do you ever have some times in your life where you don't have quite, you, have you ever had struggles just like I'm doing right now, getting the right words? What a great sermon illustration. <laughs> it's so relevant. Times you just can't come up with the right words to say. You know, the wonderful thing about God is he understands. He's able to cut through all the chase. He's able to cut through all the junk. You know, I think I, I may have shared this the other day. Paula and I were talking the other day. And uh, I did, I shared this, I think, on Wednesday night on our Bible study. If, you know, if you've known my wife very long, you know my wife does something we call backpedaling. <laughs> she will say, well, this is what we all do. And then she'll say, well, if that's okay with you. And so we, we often tease her, and actually it comes because she's very compassionate in her heart, and she wants everything to be copacetic with you. And the other day we were talking in the car, and she was making some declarations about the Lord, and she began to kind of backpedal towards the Lord. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, honey. Listen, you don't have to do that. The beauty of who God is, not only does God hear your voice, but God hears the motive in your heart. God is never confused. Other people may not understand your motive. They may not understand what's behind what you're saying. He understands it all. So listen, I, I don't know what may be going in your life, and I don't know who may not be listening to you that you want to listen to you. But I want you to know today that he hears your voice. He hears your voice. He hears when you speak to him. The second point we find in this is not only does God hear our voices, but there's a very important part. He says, then will I hear, and there's a location that he mentions. Then will I hear from heaven. Now, I told you a few minutes ago that I'm thankful today to be an American, but aren't you glad that he didn't say, then will I hear from Washington? <laughs> then will I hear from the center of man's intellect? Then will I hear from those who seem to know everything? I'm glad to know that when you and I call on him, the Bible says he call, he hears us from heaven, not of earth. You see, the importance of that is this. Everything on earth is limited. Everything here has the possibility of failure. Everything here has the potential of man messing it up. But the God that you and I serve is not of this world. He is seated on a throne in heaven. In heaven on that throne is where he rules and reigns over everything. You see, Heaven is the place of power. He said, then will I hear from heaven, the place of ultimate power, the place where God's throne is. It says, his throne is where he renders judgments and power. It's from his throne. He sets up nations and take down kingdoms. It's from his throne that he gives the command for the earth to orbit. It's from his throne that he gives the command for the sun to shine and the moon to reflect its light. It's from heaven he determines the course of humanity. 
from heaven that he determines your life and mine. Heaven is the place of power. Heaven is a place that has the power, this is the good news, to bring about change. Isn't it change that we're all talking about today? We want to see change. You know, gas prices go up. How many of y'all want them to stay the same? You want them to do what? You want them to change. Things going on, you want it to change. You watch the news, you want it to change. You, you look at social media, you want it to change. But the truth is, there is only, only one that can really bring change. Because see, you'll, you'll notice something. If it's the Democrats or the Republicans uh, or the Independent, all they're doing is moving chess pieces. Hey, they're just moving a piece here or a piece there. But they're really not bringing change. There's only one that has the power and the ability to bring not just a shift, but a change. He's the one, friend, who can change your life. He is the one that cannot just cover up an addiction in your life. He is the one that has the power to break an addiction over your life. He is the one that has the ability and the power to put a marriage back together, to repair broken lives. He is the one that has the ability to not just put a bandage Band-aid over your situation, but to bring a healing resolve to your life. Then, then will I hear from heaven. The world today knows the power of the atomic and the nuclear bombs. Nations have flexed their political muscles, and we've seen in the last couple of weeks how the leaders of different nations have been making big and broad statements with some sense that we have the power to back up what we're saying. I would tell you this, all the power of every nation on the face of the earth combined pales in comparison to heaven's arsenal. It's about change. The power about the power of a then moment. Man can't do it. You can't do it. I can't do it. But the God we serve in heaven can do it. He said these words, if my people, man, this is such a big on-time word right now. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then, then, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin. Some important words, heal their land. Heal. It's about change. Matthew 28 and 18, Jesus said these words, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. All power, not just some, not just a little portion. He said all power. You see, my friend, heaven is the place of power because it's the place of God's throne. 
You see, when God speaks, things change. When, when God speaks, mountain moves. When God speaks, oceans divide. When God speaks, the dead are raised. When God declares things, no one can change them. And what he alters, no one can amend. He shuts doors and no man can open them. And he opens doors and no man can shut them. Why? He is the reigning God. He has all power, all authority. Man may mock him, but one day... Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ wasn't just a good prophet, a good man, but he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus prayed this prayer, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is the place of God's divine will, his perfect will, his powerful and sustaining will. May God's perfect will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May his perfect will be done in our lives as it is in heaven. About change. If my people will, he says, I will. If my people will call on me, I will answer. If they looked for me, they will find me. If they come with a heart of repentance, I will come with forgiveness. If they will come in humility, I will come in power. It's a then moment, that moment when God turns things around. It's in that then moment that things begin to change. If my people will humble themselves, it's up to us. He's already made the declaration of what he will do. Throughout the Old Testament, he constantly made the declaration of what he will do. He was waiting on his people. Then will I hear from heaven. Then. Then. I don't know today on this July 4th holiday weekend, uh, a day of celebration, a day when... uh, People are getting together and they're going and watching fireworks and they're celebrating together and enjoying the company of other people. I don't know what may be in your life that you need a then moment. You need something in your life that you need God to turn it around. You've got a situation that you've been trying to change. You can't change. You need a then moment. You need... You need one of those moments where you've done everything you know to do, but you need God to step in and be God. You need need what man can't do for you, but only what God can do for you. Truth is, um, you don't have to get very many people together without there being some in the group who are going through some very difficult times. Because we live in a difficult world today, don't we? This is a difficult season. We need a then moment. We need a then moment. Would you stand with me this morning? You know, today is a little uh, 
Today's a little different. Normally, about now, we would just be getting ready to start service. And you know something? Sometimes change can bring things that are a little unusual, a little different. I don't know about you, but I have some things in my life that I need need a thin moment for. I need some change. I need it to be different. Maybe you've been trying and trying and trying. Things aren't changing. Maybe you've been trying and trying and trying to see a change take place in your marriage, but it still seems to be the same. Maybe you've been trying and trying and trying with your kids, and things still don't seem to be changing. You've been trying and trying and trying, but things aren't changing at your job, finances. Most importantly, I would say, maybe you've been trying and trying and trying to bring change into your life. And you thought, if I can just discipline myself better, my life will change. I would declare to you today, it's in that kind of situation, we need a thin moment. We need God to respond. You know, I would challenge you with some words that came from the first part of that verse, and he said, if my people will humble themselves. How many of you know humbling is not a place we relish to be? Humbling really just says, I can't do this. Humbling says it's bigger than my ability, bigger than my decisions, bigger than my willpower. Some of y'all have been trying to defeat the addictions by simple willpower. We need him. We need him. Some of you Some of you have been discouraged for so long. You have tried everything that people have told you that you needed to do. They've given you the list. Well, if you'll just do this or if you'll just do that, and it seems like the harder you try, actually the discouragement is not lightening. Actually, it seems like it's getting heavier. You need a thin moment. Let me tell you something really incredible about him and then moments. Then moments usually come instantaneously. Take you back to Genesis. God said, let there be light. Then there was light. You see, he's not a God who has to try to figure out what you need. He already knows what we need. What you couldn't do in a lifetime, he can do in just a moment. So how does that happen? Just believe. Stop trying to make it happen. Just believe. Just believe. Just believe. I believe, Lord, that you have everything that I need. I believe that you are the answer for my life. Whatever your circumstance, whatever your situation is, all you've got to do is just believe.
Would you bow your heads? Friends, I'm going to pray and I'm going to lead us in a prayer this morning. As I do, I want to encourage you just to tell him what you need today. I feel especially strong a burden today for those who are just discouraged and you've been feeling despondent. Tell him what you need. Tell him you're tired of the tears that flow down your face at night. Tell him you're tired of... Tell him you're tired of the days of despondency and that you need his help. It's okay. You don't have to have any magical words. Just just tell him. Father, I believe right now you're listening for our voice. Father, I take confidence today in the fact that you hear us and you know one person from another. You know my voice when I speak and you know the voice of my friends today when they speak. Father, would you you hear from heaven today? I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus that you would Lift the burden, I pray you would give a garment of praise in the place of the spirit of heaviness. In the name of Jesus, you are stronger than discouragement. You are greater than despondency. For those who don't feel there's a reason to live, Lord, you're able to give them a reason today to live. You can turn it around in just a moment. In just a moment, you can turn it around. In just a moment, you can, you're a thin God. You're a God who responds. So God, in this room and those watching online, you're listening for our voice. You know those today who need strength. You know those today who need encouragement. You know those today that need forgiveness. I'm so thankful for your promise that if we'll confess our sin to you. You are faithful and just to forgive us of our sin, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Friend, no matter what you've done, no matter what's happened in your life, he can forgive in a moment. What other people around you have not been able to forgive, he can forgive and release you from in a moment. That's the, that's the power of our God. So Lord, today I pray for those who need your forgiveness. Friend, if that's you this morning, just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Just forgive me, Lord. I I need your forgiveness. I need your forgiveness. Friend, it's not in your ability. It's in his ability to do the work. God, I pray this will be a then moment. For those who need healing in their bodies, we know that you are the great physician. We know that you can and you do heal. For those whose lives need transformed, you are the transforming God. (laughs) You, it's incredible how you can transform lives. I pray today, God, as you hear people's voice, I pray you'll respond. Father, today, 
we pray for our beloved nation. On this day where we remember our independence, our freedom, God, we pray America will turn back to you. I don't believe we're ever too far gone that you can't heal our nation. God, help us to not put so much of our trust in our world leaders, our nation's leaders, but to put our trust in you. Our hope is in you for America. God, that you bring peace back to our streets. That you'll turn the hearts of the fathers back to their children and the hearts of the children back to the fathers. Where unrighteousness has reigned, righteousness would begin to reign once again. That once again we would be in one nation under God. Indivisible. With liberty and justice for all. God, heal what divides our nation. Help us to love our neighbors. Help us to love our neighbors. Bring healing, I pray. Bring healing. Bring healing. Bring healing. God, we pray for our leaders and those who are in authority over us. As the scripture says, we pray for them today that we may live a peaceful life. God, I pray that you will give them wisdom. I pray you'll give them boldness to do what's right. God, and I pray that you'll give them a heart that will look to you. God, I pray for those who are in leadership positions in our nation that know you. God, help them to be bold and strong. Stand on your word and stand in your ways. Father, we thank you for it. I ask you once again for your blessing, your help, your strength upon these people. God, I pray today will be a great day of celebration in their life. Celebrating what you've done in us. Celebrating the wonderful land we live in. Father, I give you all thanks in Jesus' name. And everybody said in agreement, amen and amen. May God bless you today. Happy 4th of July. Be blessed today. And may the Lord's strength always be yours. God bless you.